Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Last First Date Radio, featuring interviews with experts in dating, relating, and mating in midlife. And now, here's your host, Sandy Weiner. Hello, everybody. This is Sandy, and I am a dating and love coach at lastfirstdate.com. I want to welcome you today to Last First Date Radio. We are a featured show, and we're about attracting and sustaining healthy relationships, especially in midlife. Every week, I bring you in-depth interviews with top experts and cutting-edge authors in the field of dating and relationships. And today, I'm going to be speaking with Bob Lancer. He is an author, and he's a coach, and he's going to help you increase your self-worth on your journey to true love. As a dating coach for women over 40, I am absolutely passionate about helping women honor and value themselves in order to live their most empowered lives and attract their most aligned partners. I have seen too many women and men give up their value and just accept crumbs of attention. And it's just really sad to watch people give up their power, give up their self-worth for somebody else. And that's why it's my mission to help women all over the world become women of value by letting go of past relationships and releasing all of their unconscious behaviors that sabotage their relationships. And I'm not only talking about romantic relationships. I'm talking about all their relationships, whether they are your coworkers, um, your family, your friendships. It's amazing that when you start taking back your value and your honor and your dignity, how all of your relationships change and get better. I help women become more confident and learn to trust their intuition because so many people do not trust themselves. They second guess. And it's so important to trust your intuition so you can comfortably open up your heart and so that you can access your vulnerability, which is your deepest, deepest parts of you, the parts that many of us are afraid to show to other people because we think that people will reject us if they find out that we're not perfect. But guess what? Nobody's perfect. And the more we can really own that and kind of laugh about it and while we're still working on it, the more we're going to be able to connect deeply with the people in our lives and have more meaningful connections. And I help people, help women to really understand men, to really know that men are not just hairy women, as Alison Armstrong says, but that they are um, that they are different from us, and that the more we can understand about how their brains work and how they function, the better connected we can be and the better our relationships will be. Um, also, what I have found is that women tend to show up as very masculine in their connections with men. Um, the things that make them successful at work are not working for them in the dating arena. So I help them to really amp up their femininity, to really own who they are as a woman and bring their softer side, the, sides of, the side of them that connects to a man's heart. Um, this is really difficult for a lot of women in our century today, in the 21st century, because 
we have learned to be independent and strong, and often we give off the message that we are actually, you know, so complete that we don't need a man for anything in our lives. And while many of you who are listening have learned to be independent, and it's a good thing, you also have to let a man know that if you want a man in your life, that that is true for you. Otherwise, he will not know his place. So when women become women of value, when they can communicate their needs and wants and speak up, they inspire a good quality man's commitment to lasting love. So if you want to be a woman of value who attracts her best partner, I invite you to head over to my website, lastfirstdate.com, and sign up for my free guide, The Top Three Mistakes That Midlife Daters Make and How You Can Turn Them Around to Find Lasting Love. I want you to stop sabotaging your love life and start taking back your control by being a true woman of value. Um, Our guest, Bob Lancer, has not called in yet. So I sent him an email and I have not heard back from him. Um, he did email me yesterday and said he was going to be on the show and I'm not sure where you are, Bob, but I hope that you didn't get the times wrong. But in any case, I'm going to um, I'm going to be confident that Bob is going to call in momentarily, so I'm going to introduce him. And if he doesn't show up, then this will be a very short show. Um, Bob is a full-time author. He's an inspirational speaker, and he's been a coach for the past 30 years. His focus is on attitude, consciousness, and the creation of our life paths in relation to parenting, relationships, and the direction of your life. He's written many best-selling books, including Parenting with Love and Without Anger or Stress. That sounds like a really appealing book as a a parent of four children. Um, Anger and stress were there a lot, but so was love. And then he wrote another book called Lighten Up, Harness the Power of Happiness to Create the Life You Want. That sounds like a great book, too. And then he wrote a book called The Soulmate Process, which is about how to find the love of your life in 90 days. Now, that one, I am wondering how you can make a a statement like that, that you can make a promise to find love in 90 days, because it's pretty hard to um, guarantee that somebody's going to find love in three months. You certainly can shift how you're searching for love in 90 days and get rid of some of the blocks that if Bob does call in, we will be talking about. And um, the last book that we have here is I May Have Been Dumped, But I Am Not Garbage, How to Recover the Loss of Your Life. And um, I mean the love of your life, sorry. And um, yeah, I mean a lot of people um, do get dumped. They feel like garbage, but they are not. So... um, any case, I am not seeing Bob on my dashboard. And um, so what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to address some of the questions that Bob is going to answer, and hopefully he will call in before the show is over and he can finish this discussion. So the first question I had for Bob is, why do people tend to attract the wrong partners again and again and again? And I have to say that in my experience as a dating coach, 
the reason that people attract the wrong partners is because they don't value themselves enough. I mean, that's really what it all boils down to. It's what I preach about women being a woman of value. The more that you value yourself, the more you will be able to recognize the wrong partner early on and be able to walk away from that partner without having your heart broken. And the point is that you have to know that you are worthy of a great relationship, but it has to start with your relationship with yourself. And so many people do not have a great relationship with themselves. They don't have standards that they uphold about how they want people to treat them. And so they let people treat them poorly and... Um, if you allow people to treat you poorly, they will take that as the ticket to be treating you poorly over and over and over again. So if you want to change that, if you want to stop dating the same person with a different face, then it begins within, with really knowing your standards, knowing who you are, knowing what you stand for, knowing the values that are most important to you and what you must have in a partner. And that's not something that's easy for most people to come up with. In fact, tomorrow I begin my two-and-a-half-day live retreat, the Women of Value live retreat here in Stamford, Connecticut, and I have the most amazing women coming. I'm really excited to work with them. And this is exactly the process that I'm going to be taking them through. What are, what are their limiting beliefs? What do they tell themselves about men, about themselves, about their worthiness. And once you can uncover the blocks that are blocking you from love, the limiting beliefs that are keeping you in a belief system system and in a mindset that keeps you from love, you can then attract the love that you deserve. So our self-esteem plays an important role in attracting the right partner, and I can't overestimate that and uh, overemphasize that enough that we really do attract partners in direct correlation with how we see ourselves. So the more high esteem you have, the more high esteem partners you will attract into your life. It really is about, if you want to call it the law of attraction, however you want to call it, um, it is about attracting what it is that you deserve because you love yourself first. Now, where do our self-esteem issues begin? Where do they come from? I would like to say that, for the most part, they come from our family of origin. Now, this is not to blame our parents um, because I believe that most parents were doing the best they could but they were given limited information about how to best support us in terms of our self-esteem. So I can tell you an example of something that I witnessed, um, not in my home, but in somebody else's, where this person has a son who was very good at chess, but he didn't know that he was good at chess. And so... He had learned how to play chess in school. He was probably like in third grade at the time. And they had a chess tournament. So his mom went and she was bored and, you know, she was talking about it as like, ugh, I had to sit through hours and hours of a chess tournament. It was torture. 
finally the end comes and they're waiting for all the awards to be given out and first they give out the um the runners up and um they give everybody an award you know this person gets a runner up and this person gets a runner up and and their son wasn't getting any awards and he was really upset and it turned out he won second place well, he was so excited, and he came home. He's running around, and and he's holding his award, and he's saying, I'm going to be number one. I'm going to be number one. And his father turned to him and said, don't be so cocky. Bam, self-esteem blow, and that's what we do. We are trying to protect our children. We don't want them to get hurt. And in the process, they often end up getting very hurt and they stop believing in themselves. Well, why should I believe I'm number one? My father doesn't think I can be number one, so why should I even try to be number one? And I believe that father is a loving father. He did not mean any harm. But when you tell a child, don't be cocky, you know, his intention was probably to protect him from pain. Well, if you're not going to be number one, I don't want you to be disappointed. Well, if you have enough of those kinds of things going on in your life, and that's just a small example in a very loving family, then your self-esteem suffers. We also see poor examples of relationship in our parents' home. And often, I mean, there are very few people that I know whose parents really had a fabulous relationship And so we don't learn how to be in relationship. And often we have a parent who has some very bad character traits that we we really want to heal. And so we try to heal that with a partner, with a romantic partner. It's a very subconscious thing. We don't even realize we're doing it. But we end up picking a partner that replicates our most difficult parent. And we subconsciously try to repair it by being with that person. We think we can fix it. We can fix those bad character traits, but we cannot. We cannot do that. Um, We really have to heal within and pick a healthier partner. And so it's amazing how many times I've seen this over and over and over again. I mean, I did it myself. I ended up with with a husband who was very much like my most difficult parent, And I had to do my own healing to be able to move on from that relationship to attract healthier relationships. So um, you've got to really start within and really uncover where did it start, where did the self-esteem issues start, where did your patterns begin, and then you can start to unpack them. You can start to, to realize that there are steps you can take to build your self-esteem. And um, I have all kinds of guided meditations to bring people up to their highest self, um, to create a symbol for their highest self so that they can quickly go to that place when they're feeling down. I also have an exercise to ward off saboteurs. So basically, um, you want to... Take those voices in your head whenever they pop in and they say things like, you're not enough, Um, you're too much, you're too loud, you're too sensitive, Um, you're too nice to people. I mean, anything that begins with a you're too is usually something that you want to not listen to. 
Um, so other people are saying things like this to you, and you're saying things like this to yourself. And so you want to really listen to those voices and tame them because they just pull you down. They usually echo the voice of somebody in your life who used to put you down. And so they really are trying to keep you safe, just like in the last example I gave of the the parent, the father, who was trying to keep his son safe by making him smaller and not helping him grow. You want to do that same thing to yourself. So think about the five qualities about yourself that are really special. You know, really try to think about what do you love about yourself and write those five qualities down. And then I want you to really amplify those qualities and make them bigger and bigger and bigger in your mind. So if it's um if sensitivity is a quality in you that is a it's a positive, you're sensitive to other people, you're empathic. I want you to really, really step into that place of empathy and how people come to you for advice or they know that you're a good listener and so they come to you for that. That is your superpower. And those are those are ways to combat the saboteur. So you bring yourself up into the positive space to tell those voices to go take a hike and leave you alone. Um, you can't really eradicate those voices altogether. Um, it's pretty hard to do that. But you can tame them. Um, you can also draw a picture of those voices and um, really personify it. And usually it becomes kind of comical. Um, I once had a client who drew this giant like sea monster, and um, that was her saboteur voice. And she had such a good time making it and really helped the saboteur take a hike by by picturing it, by talking to it and saying, leave me alone, I don't need you anymore. So you really have to find a way to get those voices out of your head. Um, and another another way to do it is to just notice it when it's coming. Notice it as as it's just coming in, but don't let it in. So you feel that feeling, you hear the voice, and you just say, oh, I'm listening to those voices again. So you sort of are an objective observer, but not an absorber. And you let it just pass you by like a cloud. And that's a really effective method that I've spoken about on the radio before. And so those are all ways to heal the saboteur, and to start building up the parts of you that are really special and unique and wonderful that are appealing to the right people, the people who honor you, who care about you and respect you. So that's part of my method for helping people begin the process of valuing themselves. Um, I hope Bob is okay, Bob Lancer, who was supposed to be on the show today, um, if he does Get in touch with me. I will have him back another time. But um, for now, stay tuned next week for another great episode of Last First Date Radio. Thank you for joining me today, and I hope you all go on your last first date very soon. Have a great day.